Welcome to the Ranking Things Podcast, a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com. My name is Jason Davis. And I'm Eric Wright. The subject that we're going to discuss today is our favorite female SNL cast members. The ladies of SNL. Yeah. Bounch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ladies of SNL. <laughs> After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show's been on almost 50 years. Crazy. It started in 75. I was only 10 years old. But mm-hmm. by the time I was about 12, I was definitely starting to watch it. Because okay. I would hear, I'd be upstairs if I wasn't asleep and I heard my dad laughing. Mm-hmm. I'd go downstairs and if he wasn't watching Monty Python, mm-hmm. then... Usually was Saturday Night Live. I can say I've watched it a lot in the late 70s through the 80s. Uh, missed some of the later 90s and early 2s with, you know, young boys. Okay. And, uh, but then caught up. And, you know, and we bought, you know, the uh, best all of the different kind of best ofs and yeah. stuff. So I feel like I have a nice breadth of most of those 50 years. Okay. Depending on how old you are and when you grew up watching, that might affect your list. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it definitely affected mine to some degree, but mm-hmm. but I, I try to, I, I feel like I have a decent mm-hmm. sampling of yeah. in my top five. And then, of course, you know, once we get through the top five, we will talk about everybody else, too. Well, so. it's just, yeah. I, yeah. And I always say this, a top five in so many of the topics we come up with is mm-hmm. just... Impossible. It is impossible, because yeah. we definitely, I mean, I don't want to be slighting any of the women here, because we are talking about some of the most brilliant talent. Oh, no question. To come out of television that goes on to movies and all that. And uh, and I had a good conversation with my brother-in-law, Tony, about it. He's like your, uh, your, your guru. He's kind of a, <laughs> he's a barometer for a lot of things. Okay. You know? He does a podcast too, right? Yes. It is called Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventures in Music. Cool. And they've been talking about like the top 500 albums of Rolling Stones. And oh, wow. Nice. So it's been, yeah, yeah. It's a good podcast. So I recommend it. Cool. So, all right. So why don't we jump in? All right. Who do you have for number five top <sighs> female SNL cast members? Oh, <sighs> Where to start? It was so tough. I, I made I looking at it now. I'm still, I'm changing my mind, but I'm going to Cicely Strong. That's a great choice. I friggin' love her, and you know she was on at a time. I mean, she was on, I think, ten years. She just left. Yeah, I think she was ten or eleven years. Yeah, so she's definitely one of the long timers. You know, she was one of the few that was what do they call them when they're only on like a feature uh, feature for. Yeah, feature, yeah, feature player. and then they become, yeah. some of them become, she did that like in a year, which yeah. didn't happen a whole lot. So that was, yeah. I think that's just impressive. Absolutely. Her characters, I mean, first of all, she could do all kinds of great, awesome characters. I love the one, the girl at the party that you wish you never started <laughs> talking to, yeah. because it's just this, you know, this girl who's obnoxious <laughs> and thinks she knows everything and is socially conscious, but she can't pronounce the words or say things yeah right she or, says stuff you know very nonsensically like, yeah she's like seth take off the blinders and listen <laughs> what um, learn a book learn a book <laughs> yeah yeah um and you know she's a great singer mm-hmm. and she throws everything i i hope she goes to Broadway. I want to see her. I would love to see her live on Broadway. She actually was doing uh, some sort of a show in Los mm-hmm. Angeles for the early part of this current season of SNL. Yeah, yeah. And that's why she wasn't around. 
And then I think maybe like she realized, okay, it's time for me to leave. And that's why yeah. she kind of left mid season. Well, she apparently she wasn't expecting to be a comedian. Like she was more of like a show. Yeah. I know she and has, she, she has a show on uh, Apple TV okay. called Schmigadoon with oh, uh, really? Keegan Michael Key, oh, which okay. I think is a musical of good. some sort. I've never seen it, but I've heard good things. Okay. So I think she, there's another season of that coming and, yeah. and she might end up doing something, you know, in theater as well. And, you know, when you look at just the characters she comes up with yeah, you know, and they're, they're very varied, mm-hmm. you know, she throws herself in, not saying that all these, you know, women don't throw themselves into their characters, right. but I don't know. There's just like an extra step that she seems to take somehow. Yeah. And, um, she, and she's not afraid to do whatever. I mean, she, she did this one where she's doing, um, she's on the news. She was being judged Janine Pirro. Oh my God. Holy crap. She's like, that's, she's great with that. Yeah. That's one of my, one of my favorite, uh, impressions slash yeah. characters that she had on the show. And Steph is like, you don't need to yell. Mom only has one volume. <laughs> That's right. And there's three glasses of Chardonnay at a <laughs> loud party. And she ends up like crawling into a a, a big box of wine as yeah. she's singing. I did it yep. my way. And she sinks all the way, totally douses herself. It's in so the, over the, the top. Wine. It's awesome. It's great. She's so great. She actually had eight nominations. For primetime Emmy Awards. I believe it. And won twice. I believe it. She was someone that came to my list later. It's a great choice. She's on my list too, but a, oh, little, okay. a little bit later on. Okay. So, so I'll the, talk a little bit so more about Cecily Strong. Five? So number five for me, she was in the cast from 1995 to 2001, mm-hmm. Molly Shannon. Oh yeah, she's great. One of my favorite things about pretty much all the women on SNL is that they have no vanity. They put it all out there, mm-hmm. even if they look silly, yep. goofy, ugly, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If it's going to make people laugh, they'll do it. Molly Shannon, I think, was one of the best at that. And and the other thing about Molly is that physical comedy. Yeah. Like, she would yeah. throw herself around and threw furniture, like Chris Farley, you know? Right, yeah. She was Farley-esque in that way. Yeah. That was one of her characters was... Mary uh, Catherine Mary Gallagher. Mary Catherine Gallagher yeah. sniffing her off. Yeah, yeah, because there were times, like... Yeah, she's f- like throwing herself on furniture and you're seeing her underwear and stuff. It's yeah. Like, yeah, that's not glamorous. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing dainty about mm-hmm. about most of the women, but especially a lot of the characters that Molly Shannon played. Yeah. She had a lot of great characters. Oh, yeah. I, I made like a note of some of the like the more familiar ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Sally O'Malley. I like to kick yeah. and stretch <laughs> and kick. I'm 50. <laughs> 50 years old. 50 years old. I love that. That's one of my mm. favorites of hers. Mary Catherine Gallagher, as you mentioned. Right. She did um, a stand-up comic, Jeannie Darcy. Don't oh, get right, me started. Yeah. Don't even get, get me, me started. <laughs> I like her NPR stuff. Yes. I, that was one of the most classic SNL sketches, especially for like holiday time, right. is the sweaty ball the sketch. Sweaty balls. Which she's featured prominently in. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see the one with Betty White? Yes. With her dusty muffin? Yes. (laughs) Who's not good? And you love Betty White. Of course. What's not to love? And that's really what's great. You know, a lot of people might say, well, gee, you know, Molly Shannon, most of her characters were sort of loud and wacky and really, you know, over the top. Mm -hmm. And that's somewhat true. But you take the character Terry Rialto of the NPR thing, mm-hmm. the delicious right. dish. Delicious dish. Very laid back, very quiet, very right. m- almost monotone. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Yeah. Dusty Muffin. <laughs> All right. She went on to do a lot of great stuff after the show, mm-hmm. too. I just love her. Molly Shannon, number five for me. Yeah. I, I definitely, I agree. Who do you have for number four? Uh, so my number four is Kristen Wiig. Nice. Okay. Now, again, nominated for four Primetime Emmy Awards from 2009 to 2012. Wow. Okay. She's incredible impersonator. Mm-hmm. She can also sing mm-hmm. some of the great characters. One of my all-time favorite characters of anything, any SNL, is the lovely Lemon Sisters. Oh, my God. With the four the, the four women singing. Yeah. I remember Amy Poehler oftentimes was in it. Mm-hmm. So they're each singing this beautiful, you know, uh, about my husband, mm-hmm. bring me a ring and all this. Yeah. And then when you get down to her... <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's. They're on the bouffants. They're mm-hmm. very '50s dresses. Very they're like proper. They, they're something out of the Lawrence Welk show. Exactly, Lawrence Welk thing. Look it up, kids. And she comes out, and she's singing like, "I caught a dog on the side of the road and took him home and ate him. Is that wrong?" <laughs> and people like all grossed out. And also, she has these little doll she's hands. She's got these tiny doll hands, and she starts like puffing at the. <laughs> The bubbles, and she's just running around the set, getting uh, you know in the way. And the giant forehead. Oh yeah, that's right. She has the big forehead, the crooked <laughs> teeth, weird teeth. Yeah, it's like just it's like you very... said, they'll do it. Yeah. So and she was. She it's was a, it's a shocker the first time you see it for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, she was really good at doing like the a nervous, shaky person. Mm-hmm. I really like Kristen Wiig. I think she deserves to be in a top five. I think uh, that's a that's an excellent choice. I almost had Kristen Wiig mm-hmm. in um, my top five. I think I might have chosen Molly Shannon instead. Okay, just hey, because I ran out of I ran out of slots, but because I want there were certain people I uh, had to have. Yeah, all the people that didn't make my top five could mm-hmm. be in. Like you asked me on another day, they probably would be in the top right. five, and none of this matters. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like any of their you know going to pay us for this yeah no and none of them care I what mean, we Chris, think Kristen you think, didn't get back to me so. do you think any of these ladies give a shit what we think no exactly do you think anybody listening to this really gives a shit i hope not because <laughs> <laughs> you know some fans can get nutty yeah well and be like it should have been yeah i don't look we no. don't take it that seriously neither should you so yeah. number four for me yeah kate mckinnon ah Good. She she was on the show for 10 years, uh, 2012 to 2022. Mm-hmm. My favorite character of hers by far yeah. is Colleen Rafferty, who gets abducted by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> now, case in point, uh-huh. she obviously is, is the star of that sketch. Oh, yeah. Because the stuff that comes out of her mouth and the way she pulls it off without like breaking character. My pink pocket, my stink rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Oh my gosh. And when she would do it like with the other two people. He comes up to me and he starts batting my knocker. <laughs> yeah, and he's and she's doing it to Cecily Strong. Obviously, you know, Kate McKinnon's awesome. But mm-hmm. the fact that the other people in the sketch don't break, I mean, AD Bryant would break a little bit and yeah. the very first time they did that was mm-hmm. I think the one with Ryan Gosling. At one point, I think he started to enjoy the sketch too much, and he sort of forgot his cue. And then Cecily uh-huh. Strong kind of mm-hmm. prompted him, like yes. kind of like helped it, right? Yeah, which again, consummate pro, exactly. And that's one of the things that I I think people like forget about when you're watching that show. You almost never saw Cecily Strong break character. 
right. no matter how crazy. I mean, yeah. every once in a while, yeah. depending on how late the sketch was on the show, because I think mm-hmm. all the people that were on the show, the later the sketch was on, yeah. the more likely they would break character because I think you're punchy by that time right. after the full week of work and everything mm-hmm. else. But Kate McKinnon, Justin Bieber, Long Island Medium, Hillary Clinton, Kellyanne Conway, right. Whiskers Are We... <laughs> <laughs> and one of my favorite things also the do it in a twin bed Christmas sketch it was a song okay. where the song's about your home for the holidays and you bring your mm-hmm. they bring their boyfriends home and they have sex in their childhood room on their <laughs> right. bed and so it's really funny um, Cecily Strong's in that one too actually <laughs> oh Ruth Bader Ginsburg was another one of her oh, yeah. uh, recurring characters just mm-hmm. just awesome super talent and she actually came on she started right around the time Kristen Wiig was making her exit yeah and I remember thinking, boy, losing Kristen Wiig is going to be hurt. is going to really hurt. And Kate McKinnon, I felt like, kind of fell right into that spot. Oh yeah, it's very similar. Well, she's actually my number three. Okay, cool. Uh, she was winner of the American Comedy Award in 2014, and also she has several primetime Emmy awards. Yeah, I believe it. Some of the other characters. She played Elizabeth Warren speaking yeah. on the Equality in America. Mm-hmm. She said, sir, where is your bus stop? Because I wonder where you get off. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, so Kate McKinnon, man, she's another one that yeah. does it all. And, you know, and they had her singing. Yeah, yeah. she's She sang too. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So that's my three. Three for me was Cecily Strong. Okay. You mentioned, girl, you wish you hadn't started a conversation with. Kathy Ann. Yes. So she she was another character that she did on um, Weekend Update, mm-hmm. where, where she's always getting ready to light the cigarette. Yeah. And just yeah. when she's about to light it, she she has another point to make. She's the gruff old lady. Michael Che. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way she talked, and yeah, very very <laughs> funny with like the old like members only sort of jacket. Yeah. Just perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what else? She did Princess Jasmine. There was a sketch. That's right. And she was doing that, and she's singing with uh, what's his name from. Uh, Star Wars. Adam Driver? Yeah, Adam Driver. Yeah. I always want to say Mini Driver, and that's obviously <laughs> way wrong. Yes. They're singing on the magic carpet, and as she's singing, stuff's happening to her. Like right. the first thing, a giant like seagull flies into her, you know, <laughs> and then a bomb gets dropped on her, and then they, then they empty an airplane toilet on her, and mm-hmm. she's just doused in water. Meanwhile, you know, Driver's just there singing his part, and everything's great, and yep. she's just getting all... yep messed up hilarious good stuff she's somebody that her leaving the show feels like it's going to be tough to fill that spot i'm sure somebody's going to come in and you know step up and do a great job but you know there's certain people that that are on that show that kind of define how -hmm. brilliant the show is and and why it's an important show and how many wonderfully talented people have come from it hope to see a lot more of her yeah for sure all right who's number two on your list my number two is tina fey Okay. Head writer, mm-hmm. first female head writer mm-hmm. in uh, 2000, obviously doing Sarah Palin mm-hmm. v- verbatim. <laughs> as I mean, she was her twin. It was, she was yeah. awesome with that. And then just always involved with a bunch of goofy sketches, you know, like the mom jeans, mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of those kind of things. When she was doing the news update with Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon, she hosted five times. And it got me thinking that she's more than just a a writer performer on SNL. Mm-hmm. You know, she also I think brought more back in and I think about what you brought up before with the sweaty balls mm-hmm. and Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. You know, and Alec Baldwin credits Tina Fey 
for bringing his career back. Yeah. I put her that high just because of, she's like Miss SNL. I think she's definitely one of the most important women that's been on the show. Yeah. Number two for me, Gilda Radner. Really? Yes. I'm so pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Now, Gilda's not somebody I grew up watching because obviously I was very young when she when she was on. Original cast member and obviously groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's super important. The only reason she's number two for me right. is because I didn't grow up with her. Right. Okay. Now, having said that, right. I have the best of Gilda Radner. We watched it. I was like in awe. Yeah. She was a force of nature. Right. And it's, you know, and it's definitely nothing against the other two of the three original women. Right. Um, Because they're all fantastic. Of course. Curtin is, my God, one of my favorites. Look, there's a reason they were on the show. I mean, you know, you don't get cast in a show like that unless you can bring a lot of stuff. Right. Right. Well, and Gilda was actually the first person that they casted for the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. That I didn't know. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, Lisa Loopner. (laughs) <laughs> Emily Latella always misunderstood stuff like uh, right. whether it was about violins on television right, right. or whatever. Eagle rights? Eagles have rights. <laughs> exactly. Um, Baba Wawa. Baba Wawa. Now, she was the first person to do um, Barbara oh. Walters on the show. I mean, Sherry O'Terry did an amazing yeah. Barbara Walters on the show, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Judy Miller show where she's, uh, you know, yeah, has the little, this, girl. the little girl with an overactive imagination oh. in her bedroom. Candy Slice, who always shows up late. She's this crazy rock star. Like, she's almost like a female Mick Jagger or whatever. She was phenomenal. I remember one time watching Mm -hmm. SNL. Yeah. And she's doing that character. And as she's singing, she puts her arms up. She has this huge armpit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I think she was also uh, sort of based on Patti Smith a little. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so just like so over the top Mm -hmm. with her performance, I had her at number one. No kidding. I changed her to number two because I wanted you to go, what? Number two? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm actually surprised that she's even on your list. Well, she has to be. And that's the thing. The fact that these three women totally held their own, if not excelling, Mm -hmm. around the likes of Bill Murray Mm -hmm. and Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Lisa Lupner is the character that plays with Bill Murray. Yeah. And they're great together. Yeah. I haven't brought up one of her big characters that I loved. Roseanne Rosanna-Dana. Because Gilda, no surprise to you, is my number one. Okay. Because, like I said, I'm sure part of it is just the memories with you know my father and being up late for the first time and watching this cutting edge show, mm-hmm. um, but I just remember Roseanne Rosanna Dana and just how ridiculous like the hair and the the big lips and mm-hmm. just the fact that she would start talking Roseanne about, Rosanna Dana. That's <laughs> what she talked about, and you know, and she'd have like you know she'd start talking about um, I think it was King Tut exhibit, yeah, you know, and here's like one of the most important archaeological finds in history right. and with the span of like three four minutes she's talking about like diana shore has a drippy uh sweat ball on the end of her nose or something <laughs> and she you know she's just going on it's like hey so i looked over at her and i said diana wipe that sweat ball off the end of your nose what are you trying to do make me sick and she just leaves this face for the camera and the crowd is like just losing it, you know? I I rarely heard my father laugh, mm-hmm. especially that hard. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of those big laughs were coming from what she was doing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, like I said, she was my number one. And I, I, honestly, 
the reason I, I made her number two mm-hmm. is because I had a feeling she was going to be your number one, and yeah. I wanted to I wanted to have a different number one too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. Um, and plus, because, I wanted you to go. Well, who's your number one? Well, yeah, I have I have an idea who it might be. Okay. A um, couple other things that you know, I just want to talk about Gilda a little mm-hmm. bit is that she lost her dad when she was only 14. Wow. She went to like an all girls school and then she enrolled at the University of Michigan but dropped out and followed her boyfriend to Canada. Wow. Where she made her stage debut in Godspell. Okay. Then she dated Martin Short a little bit later. Oh wow. Martin Short you know he's got the history with Second City TV mm-hmm. and then of course he was on SNL for mm-hmm. a while. In 75, like I said before, she was the first one picked to be on the show. Then when I heard about her cancer, Mm -hmm. I was very sad. Of course. You know? I mean, she was awesome. So after she passed away, she got a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word or Non-Spoken Musical Recording in 1990. And also a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. If you want to talk about somebody who just deserves accolades after accolades, it's her. No question. Yeah. Because she really was a groundbreaker. I mean, mm-hmm. the show was different than anything that had been on, really. I mean, there right. was uh, there were other variety shows and sketch comedy mm-hmm. shows, but I mean, they called them the not ready for primetime <laughs> players for a reason. Right. It was, yeah. you know, I mean, now if you look back at the original season, it's probably very tame compared to what they do on the show now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe what they get away with on the show now. It's awesome. <laughs> but, you know, they... It, these people came out and they really blew the roof off the place. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I always saying the fact that she and the other two mm-hmm. originals were able to keep pace with the men. Exactly. It was great. Yeah. They weren't just side pieces. They were obviously mm-hmm. stars in their own right, yeah. which they deserve to be. I'm dying. Who is your number one? Number one for me is Tina Fey. Ah, okay. Yeah. I could see that. I've always been a huge fan of Tina Fey, you know, Mm -hmm. when she, on the show, and then the stuff that she's done after SNL too. And honestly, I think it's all kind of related Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I mean, look, 30 Rock is almost like a a love letter to SNL. Yeah. I think she deserves to be number one just for what she did on the show. I mean, again, Mm -hmm. first female head writer, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure anything, she was on from 2000 to 2006. Yeah. So any sketch that you watched while she was head writer mm-hmm. has a little bit of her DNA in there too, yeah. probably, because I'm sure she either punched up scripts right, sure. or you know had to approve stuff. Mm-hmm. So the head writer is probably involved in almost anything that happens on the probably. show. So let's talk about the, the women of SNL who didn't make the top five, but could have. They yeah. These women, are, they're and all the, interchangeable in my book. Yeah. Well, when you talk about Tina Fey, a mm-hmm. lot of times that also brings up Amy Poehler, right. who I had back and forth as my number five, mm-hmm. maybe because I was just thinking she's done a lot of stuff outside of SNL. She was promoted from feature player to full cast member in her first season, which right. we already said is kind of rare. She co-anchored the Weekend Update I remember whatever happened and they start doing this rapping thing. She's standing up on the desk and, you know, and she's saying, yo, your mother humpers. <laughs> she would do anything too. Yeah. I'm going to just start going down my list of, uh, of just missed. Right. Kristen Wiig. We've talked about already. We talked about her. I'm surprised she didn't make your top five. She almost did. I can understand. It was like the number five slot. I All right. Yeah. I have watched Cecily and Kate McKinnon over the oh. last decade. Right. And would literally say while watching, if you're naming the top five women who've ever been on the show, right. you got to talk about these you two. Do. Yeah. So, and then Gilda, of course. 
Tina yeah, Fey. Yeah. So like that literally left one slot and it could have been Kristen Wiig. It could have been Sherry O'Terry. It could, Sherry and it, it ended up being Molly Shannon, but it was, I, I had all them in there. Yeah. Sherry O'Terry, wasn't she the, she was the real small yeah, the, girl the, that she did, did the cheerleading yeah, thing? Yeah, with Will Ferrell. <laughs> But she had a whole, she had a ton of, actually, oh, yeah, she, she very easily could have been in the top five. She did yeah. Judge Judy. She did Barbara Walters. She had all kinds of uh, funny characters. Yeah. And yeah. again, talk about somebody that, that didn't, was not glamorous when they were, right. they just, you know, mm-hmm. but Maya Rudolph's another one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love the fact that, you know, she sings. Mm-hmm. And when I was researching a little bit, I found out that she's the daughter of singer, Minnie Ripperton, whoever mm-hmm. the heck that is. La 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 Really? La 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 Is that? Okay. Oh, I yeah. Well, there you go. So that helps explain how she's got the pipes. Yeah. Rachel Dratch. Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Oh, my God. Keep going. Who else you got? Aidy Bryant. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, just yeah. you know, another one that was a ten-year ten veteran on the show, mm-hmm. Anna Gasteyer. Yeah, who's gone on to other great things too. Yeah. But I mean, on the show, she did um, the sketch with Will Ferrell where they were the music teachers, the music teachers, and they would sing like you know, real. Yeah, you know, and she did. Yeah, she always she another one, another great Martha singer, Stewart. Yeah, Martha Stewart. She could do Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Oh, the NPR. She, yep, she, she was the, the uh, exactly the NPR. Yep. Wow. Uh, Vanessa Bayer, Leslie Jones had a five year run on the show. She was mostly right. on the Weekend Update. Very right. funny. Yeah. She Jan was, Hooks. I love Jan Hooks. Yeah. Uh, of course, Jane Curtin and Lorraine Newman from the original cast. Yeah. Heidi Gardner is a current cast member who's wonderful. I really like uh, Chloe Fineman. Yeah, Chloe Fineman was next on my list. <laughs> okay. I think I think they're, they're, those two are going to be the ones that sort of uh, yeah, step into the slots left open by Kate McKinnon and Cecily Strong. Yeah. That's not to say that they haven't already been amazing on the show. Yeah. But now that they're going to have more opportunities, probably, mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that we're going to be going, holy shit. Yeah. You know, Ego Wodum is in the cast mm-hmm. now. She's wonderful. Uh, right. Julia Sweeney, Pat, was, a, was her big character. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's Pat. Pat. Yeah. Uh, and Melissa Villasenora was a recent cast yes. member too. She was great with impressions and stuff. Yeah. Very funny. I feel like I named almost every woman well, that's been on the show. See, now it's funny because there's one that I think is conspicuously missing. Nora Dunn? I liked her. Yeah. But no. And But I think she's less SNL, was only on for three years. Okay. So I don't think it, for me, there was a lot of SNL but since then, she's like become huge. And this is where I know who you're my brother-in-law, about. Tony, was like, well, wait a minute. You're missing the real number one. And he brought up Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia now, she was on the show, but did she really stand out on as a cast member of the show? Before? I mean, obviously, you know, her right. career since the being on SNL has been amazing. Right. So in my mind... And I love her, by no, the way. Of course. What's not to love? I didn't... I wasn't really watching when she was on the show, so I don't remember, like, what she contributed yeah, to the I show. Yeah, I remember a few things. Um, I remember her, like, being a talk show host and spitting water at everybody. <laughs> So, you know, it's pretty funny. Yeah, she was on like during the early 80s. Yeah. And that was like a time of the show that I remember they weren't sure if the show was going to survive. Yeah. And yeah. then and then it just had a resurgence like mid 80s and later. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. I can't add to your list because, yeah, I would just finish out everyone else who, I, who's ever been on. I, I seriously think we've given props to almost every woman that's ever been on the show. We can say this. Anybody who's ever walked through the doors of that show... Right. Is talented. Phenomenal. No doubt. 
Because that is probably one of the toughest gigs in comedy, maybe even in entertainment. Have you ever read about what goes on at that show? People always say, mm. oh, SNL's not funny anymore. I was watching, it was like no funny sketches, or it was only one funny sketch. Let me tell you something. First of all, bullshit. Right, yeah. Because they've gotten smarter on that show, because there's mm-hmm. a lot more pre-recorded stuff than right. there used to be yeah. back in the day. Right, right. And the pre-recorded stuff tends to be more fleshed out mm-hmm. and usually a little bit funnier. Yeah. Even if they're not laugh out loud funny all the time and right. maybe they don't have a great ending, but you got to remember that's why they call them sketches. Right. Mm-hmm. They're literally changing shit right up until we yeah. see it. Oh, yeah. Live. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, the guest host comes in early in the week, right. meets with the, uh, the writers <laughs> and the cast. Right. They do a read through. They pitch sketch ideas and all that. Right, right. Then they start rehearsing. They do everything in a week. Yeah. They get like no sleep mm-hmm. and they're writing stuff right up until showtime. Oh, yeah. The fact that they get a show on, mm-hmm. I hope the show never dies. I hope it goes on forever and ever because yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's an important voice and, and I still find it funny. Right. Some sketches are funnier than others, but look, no question about it. Even in a bad sketch, there's still talent going on there. Oh yes. You and, the, and I'd like, I wanted to keep going because that's where I learned some of my social, you know, what's what's happening in the real world of people, yeah. I guess, under my age, because yeah. they'll be imitating somebody and catching sure. like, Who's that? that? I, was like, I don't know. We have to we have to goggle them. And find out who they are. <laughs> I love Saturday Night Live. I love the women that have been on that show. They've all been amazing, and I think this has been a fun podcast. It has been good. Well, thanks for joining us. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, internet and corporate video, e-learning, phone message, and more. You can email us rankingpodcast at yahoo.com or tweet at Jason Davis Voice. Thanks for listening to the Ranking Things Podcast. As my grandma, Nana Rosanna Dana, used to say, it's always something.